she had normal eyes before that and then she got the one little like pirate eye afterwards and honestly you know respect i didn't even see the pirate eye i wouldn't make fun of that what's up trash pandas welcome to in addition where we try our best to find the treasure in the trash with your hosts tony p mike steph and swan Slide us into your weekly podcast feed, or we'll wind down your Wednesday nights at twitch.tv slash NADDpod. What's going on, you trash pandas? It's your boy. It's Mike C. And we are here. It is Wednesday night. We are live on twitch.tv slash NADDpod, hanging with our friends, Zach and Cody. (laughs) Can you believe it? We're so lucky. Tony, how are they doing? Just living that sweet life. <laughs> did that was that did that come later? Like, were they on that a was, show first and then they became the sweet life? Like, what is? You I know? have no idea. This was before we're, my time. We're old. Yeah. This, this is they. Dumb. Or I guess after my time. Yeah. Like anyone I, younger than me is supposed to know everything else. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, hey Arnold is the like the edge of my cultural relevance because i was a nickelodeon guy i wasn't a I wasn't a disney guy oh limey's right one of them did become they were twins and yeah one of them's jughead from riverdale oh yeah good for them zach and cody good work (laughs) uh y'all we are talking about tv tonight but we are not talking about sweet life with zach and cody we are not talking about riverdale we're talking about Master Chef. So tonight, Master Chef returns uh, with a two. I don't know if it's actually returning or ending. There's a two-hour episode on tonight. Uh, regardless, I want to know what's your audition food on Master Chef. Basically, for folks who may not know, Master Chef is a competition cooking show with home chefs from all over the nation who come in and try to impress the judges. Uh, those judges being Aaron Sanchez and Gordon Ramsay and the other guy. Uh, what's his name, Steph? Help me out. Nope. Bail me out here. Nope. I don't want to Google it. Joe. That's right, Joe. Bastianich. Yep. Uh, and the three of them, uh, you have to impress them with your cooking. To earn an apron... Uh, that gives you the right to compete against a bunch of other home chefs for the rest of the season. So people always bring like their quintessential dish that they can cook better than anything else to guarantee themselves a place on this show. What are y'all cooking? I want to know. I want to know what you are going to serve Gordon Ramsay. To prove that you belong on Master Chef. Do I need to be concerned that he will throw it at me? No. That's you, not and you show. only get 45 minutes. So I get 45 minutes to make something good, but he's not going to throw it at me. So we're yeah. we're all right there. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He might just say it needs a little work in some areas. Yeah. Gordon's honestly one of the nicer judges on the show. Uh, so if, like, if he can treat me like he treats the kids on the kids version, like that would be great. I'd love that. Honestly, I think the adults version of MasterChef, he treats you kind of the same. Uh, I think Kitchen Nightmares is a different situation. 
And the other one that he has also different. Hell's Kitchen. Yeah. I guess to be fair, Hell and Nightmares are, <laughs> that's not as fun, you know? Yeah. We yeah, covered yeah. those on our dream topics earlier. Right. If you haven't listened and like, yet. to Scott's point, is it a rookie MasterChef show? No, like none of us is going on MasterChef. Like maybe, maybe nailed it. <laughs> yeah. But like, this is just like, what's the thing you cook the best? Yeah. Right, like I cooking. got it. I'm rolling up. Like, is it, is it like a, like a course, like a few things? It's, it's like literally whatever you want. All right. Yeah. Plate. Boom. Motherfucking pancakes <laughs> with some scrambled eggs. Scrambled eggs are going to be built out. There's going to be like some pepper, some onions, maybe some ham or something in there. Um, a scrambled omelet. Breakfast potatoes. Ooh. And then um, I, I maybe not a meat because there's going to be meat in the scrambled eggs. I don't need a double meat. Um, so I would, I would stop there. There will be some sort of meat, bacon or cubed ham or something in the omelet. No meat on the side, uh, but some potatoes. Some, Who's the Tony self-editing? Some juice. Right, jeez. It's some Whoa. juice. Fresh squeezed? No. Fresh <laughs> fresh purchased. Pulp. In the Publix. Pulp fresh, or no pulp? Fresh opened. From the refrigerator we're gonna go no pulp on the uh breakfast uh juice you know like that was a we'll save the pulp for another day i might give you some, maybe i'll give you some options it, you know depends depends on the budget and um, Tony, for the record i'm a pulpy boy feed me that extra pulp i've noticed i i wanted a drink not not another food you know Mega it's supposed to be a please. beverage two c's so yeah little um i might maybe a, a couple of I might like salt bay some pulp garnish in there so you get a little something so you know it's real orange juice. But that's the gist of it. Nothing you got to clean out of your teeth. Nothing you have to chew after you drink. That's too much. Yeah, just uh, put, and, put an orange in a cup for me. And then, yeah, a little um, warm the syrup up in a little Tupperware. Throw that on the side. Boom. Done. What kind done. of syrup? Uh, Mrs. Butterworth, of course. The okay. fakest grossest why well, it's not gross i eat it but like the fakest syrup you can find that's horrible oh you just ruined God. it I... you, you had me up until pulp free <laughs> and mrs butterworth you had me tony i was giving you that apron take it up back and then he took it like and then just dropped it like, yeah oh, oh. and it and behind the apron, <laughs> middle finger you thought this wasn't going to be a nightmare. Boom! Double <laughs> deuces! Welcome to hell. <laughs> oh, gosh. Amazing. I do love the idea of a breakfast, though. That's such a good power play. It's the one thing yeah. I can make. I was stressed, and I was like, fuck, I don't cook, y'all. Like, what, spaghetti? I throw it in a pot. Nah, breakfast. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's so good. How about you, Mike? What do you get? What are you cooking up? Chef so, Mike? I would make, I, honestly, I would probably make chicken tacos. They're the thing hmm. I cook all the time. I got to admit, I'm not mad at that. Yeah, I'm I not... think they're pretty good. Uh, so it's just like, it's, chicken breast or chicken thighs no if i was gonna do it for gordon ramsay it'd be chicken thighs because the flavor you know uh and then you you dice them up with like uh like chopped up green peppers some cheese some pico some salsa tortilla done 
simple. It's easy. It's delicious. It's my move. It's my go-to food. And it's always fantastic. And I'm always happy with it. We do the chicken with red pepper. We do it with garlic. We do it with butter, salt, pepper. We don't do too much, you know? Uh, although recently we did, uh, we tried some cinnamon and nutmeg in it. Like Ooh. just a little dash. Pretty good. Any sort of like, uh, uh, you might have said pico. Any sort yeah. of like salsa or sour cream or what is? Pico and salsa. Like uh, we we do, I've made a tomatillo salsa that's like super fucking good, like from scratch. Uh, but usually we use just like the H-E-B little plastic mm -hmm. tub of red salsa. Yeah. You'd have to learn to make your own though for MasterChef. Yeah, 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 yeah. I would do so. Or not. Like... I would use H-E-B's tortillas because yeah. <laughs> like, dude, fuck yourself. There's no way I can make a better tortilla than that's that. That's true. How long does it take to make a tortilla? Zero minutes. Yeah. Like it's very, very fast. I mean, again, from like, like having to make the dough and everything. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, no, they're crazy, super easy. Yeah. Super it's flour fast. and water and salt. Some oil, maybe fat, tiny bit of oil. Some yeah. sort of fat, uh, usually butter, like lard. Yeah. I, I so together, I prefer corn. That's it. why I was confused. I was like, "Hold sure. up, you're grinding this corn and like." And so nothing. you can. I mean, you can take masa. Like you can buy masa already made, mm -hmm. uh, and then it's basically the same process. Uh, you flatten it out and you throw it on the griddle. All done. Like corn tortilla tortillas. is also Let's pretty easy to make. Yeah. Actually, that's something I feel like I was like, okay, I might have some success with that. I could do that. Yeah. Um, it's somewhat similar. To that, I guess uh, I'll say I I don't mashed know if it, potatoes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> With uh, a lot of milk, so much. Uh, if you're not, then what are we? <laughs> why are we even here? Uh, I I don't know if it qualifies as cooking or it's not baking i'm not sure i don't do any of this honestly my real answer is i would come in with the i'm gonna make a goddamn wine pairing for every food that you make that's gonna be my play in this because i can't cook for shit not but, riding coattails but sure. that's a support that's what that yeah, is, yeah. is a I, I support am class support. yep yeah constantly there's a reason i'm a healer in the D, &D campaign i'm just here to help <laughs> give uh, me some wine yep <laughs> yeah so that would be my like Am I good at a thing? That's the thing I'm good at. Uh, the thing I can kind of cook is Norwegian panacagas. So they are essentially sweet crepes. Um, so it's just, it is a family recipe. Uh, it is very similar. How do you make a crepe? But there's a lot of cinnamon and sugar in it. But we always, like my mom is the, the champion. She can run five cast iron pans at one time and make them. I can only do two because uh, I don't practice. But yeah, that's something where I was like, nope, it's nice. And you can add to it as much or as little as you want. You can put butter on it. You can have jam with it um, or you can just eat them plain. But that's the thing. Like I can confidently make that and be confident that's going to taste good every time. And what are Not these called anything. again? They're Norwegian panacagas. Yeah. Sounds amazing. Just, like you're like, I don't, like, I, I don't, I, I can open some wine. Anyway, Norwegian panacagas. <laughs> the fuck? What? <laughs> Yeah, it's a it's a sweet crepe. Um, I'd say the other thing is maybe um, German spatzel, uh, the the egg noodles. That's something like we've made enough. I was like, I could do that with like maybe a mushroom sauce, but I don't feel nearly as confident with that. I was like, no, no, 50-50 chance things go really wrong. 
Whereas with the, the panacakas, I'm like, nope, I've had them. I've gone through a whole, as long as I have a cast iron pan uh, and a flipper, I can do it. A flipper. A flipper. Um, yes. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Apologies. Do you mean a spatula or is there a different type of special flipper for the Norwegian panacaga? I got to know. Long and thin spatula that is very flexible and it's usually metal. Um, I don't think it's the only thing you can use. It is just my preferred method for that. Norwegian panacaga flipper. flipper. Got it. My All preferred right. flipper. You know what I want? Uh, what kitchen tool I want is I don't know if any of y'all have watched Last Limey's uh, little cooking videos on TikTok, but he has this like. Mm hmm. Uh, it's like a, it looks like Slap a, <laughs> no, it's a, it's a spatula, but like, it's got, it's like a pinwheel. And so when you're cooking ground meat, what, so it, what does like, it do? God, I don't know. Just go, just go to his TikTok. Cause like it like breaks up the meat. Cause it has like six different sides to it. So it's like, it's like a spatula to push things around. But yeah. Oh. Your ground beef divider, obviously. Dumbass, how did we not know that? Clearly. <laughs> Ground beef divider. I probably don't want to Google that. I don't think that's <laughs> the actual tool. Like, I think it's a. That, it worked. I Googled it. It worked. Save searches on. Yes, that's I was exactly going to say, save that for later for uh, Santa Claus <laughs> might be bringing somebody a ground beef divider this year. But don't mail it to them. You have uh, to actually. Oh, hand deliver. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um so yeah, so I don't know, that thing is rad as hell. Um <laughs> Okay, so so far we have got breakfast. <laughs> mm -hmm. We've got tortillas. We've got Norwegian panacotta, which panacotta. is kind of like a dessert. Panacotta. It's panacotta something different. I googled it, it. And they they call it on the internet, they call it a panacotta. Uh panacotta is something different. Panacotta is something different. That's a Italian Norwegian panacotta panacotta looks like something different from a regular is there panacotta. a flipper is there a flipper <laughs> that is how we will sort this out i'm just saying it looks flatter and like rounder than a it regular panacotta like a but depending on the topping yes it can go sweet it can go now savory. i'm so curious how do you spell it yeah panacaga oh panacakin Vinicac, oh, it's yeah. just fucking Swedish for Norwegian for pancake. Yeah. Oh, red oh. Red. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Perfect. Now we found it. That's yeah. why the best recipe, the best pancake place in Minnesota was called Panakuken. Mm. Yep. That makes That's sense. why it sounded familiar, but I was like, it's all coming together. It's all mystery. coming together. <laughs> um, okay. So my it's problem probably the milk phlegm. My problem <laughs> is that I like don't. <laughs> cook things that are like full meals like that was where i had first started this approach because i couldn't think of anything because i make a mean fucking brussels sprout i i know tony you won't eat it but they're really really good i think it's the thing i make the best but i can't just put a fucking side of brussels sprouts on a plate yeah sides i'm so good at like dips like fun dips great i'm great at dips like whatever the weekly challenge is i could probably do like <laughs> that technical challenge turn it into a dip but like a meal and, and what else? No, that's it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Girl dinner. Why? I would make Gordon Ramsay the girl dinner of his dreams. I would. Um, <laughs> oh, we're having wine and dip, my dude. You have never had so much fun. Mm -hmm. Come on. 
but I think what I would probably do, because I think the thing that I make the second best is a red sauce. And so I would probably do like an eggplant Parmesan stack where you um, do eggplant Parmesan. So breaded and deep fried um, eggplant. I know Mike doesn't like eggplant, um, but it's really fucking good. Texture is weird. And then you do, I would probably like cook down like spinach uh, mm. with the same way that I do um, or close to the same way that I do Brussels sprouts. Maybe try to do that. That's a layer. Um, and then mozzarella. And then you build it up like a lasagna, but it's just like a little circle stack of that. Um, and I make my own tomato sauce and it's very, very good. Um, coincidentally, the secret to that also is a little bit of nutmeg uh, and plenty of red wine. But yeah, I think then depending on the amount of time, like I would love to make a bread as well just to mm. show off. I was going to um, say, now you do an extra credit. Yeah. <laughs> Shock. Yeah, but I'm pretty good at making bread. Steph's breads are legit awesome. Yeah. Well, I wish I had like time and space to bake because uh, I'm decent at it and it's really, it's fun to do. I got really good at that peanut butter bread that was going around during quarantine. That one I could make. Mm. That was about it. I really it. wanted to try it, but I didn't want to do that to the it house. It was really delicious. But yeah, I also live by myself and wouldn't kill anybody that I was with. So Yeah, quit bragging. I know. <laughs> laughs and alone i wonder if that's considered homicide <laughs> if you knowingly bake yeah, something I, it, yeah it could be it you know would definitely I mean? be premeditated murder yeah. <laughs> well it certainly wouldn't like yeah you can't be like oh i accidentally baked this you know i forgot that she's deathly allergic to this very common allergen <laughs> yeah uh but yeah i think that's what i would make okay um so how did Oh, no. How did everyone get to their current level of cooking capability? Because when I was growing up, and oh, yeah. uh, by growing up, I mean I was 22 and was making things like candy cereal, uh, which was nerds, gushers, sour patch kids, and uh, runts and then you mix them all together in a bowl and you pour red bull over it and i was calling that dinner um your your and, boy uh josh and chat did say he could serve some fun dip yeah it uh, sounds so, you guys have a great dinner lined up there so like that's kind of like where i where i came from to where i am now um was just like oh I'm all alone now and have to learn how to cook or I'll die. Uh, so like, what about y'all? How did like, did you grow up cooking in the, like with your parents or like, how did you end up where you are? In the terrible neglected land of I don't cook and I eat girl <laughs> dinner. Uh, no, I did not grow up cooking with my, my mom specifically. Um, when I was growing up, um, my mom was still working at the post office, so she had a somewhat regular day job, but dad was working as a firefighter, so he was working shift work. So I was kind of, you know, handed off. I was with him a lot. Um, so he would make food for me then, but mom was the primary meal maker. Um, but she's very specific and particular about her kitchen, and I was scared, and I didn't do anything right, so I didn't learn. 
Um, and then I got to college and I decided that, oh, I can really destroy my metabolism and my health by just eating absolute garbage and only drinking caffeine. Um, that then moved into, I would just date guys who were cooks, um, mm. or could cook really well. That was a solid plan for a while. Shit, I thought of that. Right. I know. <laughs> uh, I think part of it was I had to find a way to make it fun. Um, it is not like for as much as I enjoy art, cooking is not, does not stimulate the same art part of my brain as drawing or making digital media. Um, so I had to find a way to be like, okay, how do I want to do this? How can I do this in a manageable way? What I struggle with currently is I, I am almost always only cooking for one. And that is a very different type of meal making. And it can be very easy to just not cook or eat pre-made things because when I do cook, it takes, it's a lot of time. It's a lot of effort. It's a lot of dishes at the end. And I either then like make way too much food and eat too much, or I then have a whole bunch of leftovers. Like I haven't managed to kind of hone in on what is a good amount of food to make for just the one person that I am. Um, so it was, it was finding a way to make it not only useful for my life, but a little bit fun. You know uh, what so unlocked that out, for me? I'll get, I'll get back to you. What unlocked that for me was living in Europe. Uh, mm. Because walking home from work, you passed little shops that sold vegetables and then a little shop that sold bread and a little shop that sold your like food. And like you feel like fucking Belle, like <laughs> walking around your baker. Yeah, yes. honestly, <laughs> honest to God. Like, and that was like, how I learned to be an adult. Like I would walk past the, like the fruit stand and be like, Oh yeah, it's been a while. Uh, and I would like grab a bunch of vegetables on my way home and like a bunch of fruits and Oh, strawberries are two Euro for a kilogram of strawberries. So now I have two and a half pounds of strawberries better eat them, <laughs> you know, like, and that kind of like lifestyle led itself to, Oh, I cook, a portion for me because I bought a portion for me. Right. I didn't go to the big box store and buy a family pack of chicken breasts that now I have to cook all at once or I'm boned. Uh, like, so for me, that was what really broke it. Like, but like if I had to drive to the grocery store and then fill my car up and then bring it home, like, yeah, I'm going to do the same things when I'm going to cook a shitload of food and, overeat it i was gonna say i think you hit the nail on the head with uh like you unpacked a way bigger issue you know <laughs> and and it's that yeah in the on States, this show <laughs> <laughs> i i feel like the way food is sold and distributed in the states is not does obviously not similar to let's say the european model you know and and yeah there's a huge issue there which you know maybe related, maybe not related to poor health, obesity numbers and things in the country. Um, Cause yeah, I don't cook. I'm a, I live by myself. It is a hassle. Like it is, like you said, you'd buy a, a pack of something, you know, but grocery stores aren't making monies off of singles, you know? So things are designed for families or packed large and sold for higher prices. And it's just not, it's, it's a challenge for me. It's just not worth it to buy that and figure it out. And then for me, I, I do enjoy cooking for someone else. Um, 
I, but like when it's just me, like I'm tired of it by the time I like smelled it for 30 minutes or an hour and now I got to eat. I'm like, I don't want that. I'm over it. You know? So it's this weird, I don't want to prepare it and then eat it, you know? So, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't cook much. I feel like I, I can do okay if I have a reason to explore and try some things and, or we're just eating pancakes and eggs every night. Yeah. I like a simple thing. And I, to Mike's like fresh fruits and vegetables, that's always been a big challenge for me since college because I hate when food goes bad, like fruits and vegetables going bad in my fridge breaks my heart. Like what an anxiety. Like, uh, I saw, I saw a meme about like taking the one bag of salad and throwing it in the trash to replace it with a new bag of mm-hmm, salad. And I was like, mm-hmm. fuck my, my donation to my lower drawer. God of here. Nope. Here's my offering for this month. While the lettuce is going to go gross and soggy again in the bottom. And like, I don't want to be that way. I don't, I, I also want to have vegetables and fruit in my diet, but it is very like, it is a lot to, if I'm going to the grocery store, I don't want to go to the grocery store every day. I don't want to go every couple of days. So when I shop, I want to shop. I was like, honestly, for the week, but ideally, I'd like to shop for like two weeks. But yeah. perishable things aren't that way. So, you know, I try to work in like frozen fruits and veggies that I can make like in a stir fry or in a smoothie or something like that. So I'm still getting the nutrition, but yeah. it's it is very much not set up for that type of eating schedule. Uh, and it's frustrating. Yeah. Um, I hate cooking. I, I hate most things that have to do with food um, because they give me like a, a high amount of anxiety. I don't like going into a food store because like I can't eat 90% of what's there. So why bother? <laughs> um, and so like I cooking has never been fun for me. Uh, baking has always been fun for me. I like won a cookie contest when i was like i don't know like 21 or some shit and i was so fucking proud of myself i was gonna say you're holding on to that one (laughs) yeah yeah but like i've always been decent at baking um and then being allergic to everything i just gave up because i didn't want to find substitutes i just wanted to eat what i wanted to eat um and so like when i lived alone i made chicken and rice and broccoli and then chicken and rice and broccoli. Sometimes it would be chicken and rice and broccoli. Um, <laughs> other times it would be pasta and butter. You know, like that's it. Like I threw a bunch of hot sauce on my chicken, rice and broccoli and called it a night. Like, and so it's just never been something that I enjoy doing. It takes a lot of mental and emotional energy for me to cook. Um, and what's great about that is I love cooking. Yeah. Thank you. I have so much fun and like, I'm not great at it. I know, true. I know that I'm fine and I know that the food that I eat is edible and it's good and it's fun. Uh, and I feel very mature when I cook. And that's something that like, I don't often feel. And so for me, it's really fun uh, to like do this like adult thing. 
uh look at me i'm a real man as i'm like cutting up the food right that i'm like throwing into the like fucking cast iron like i don't know it just it feels like responsible and mature and a lot of what i do is not that there's a lot of people that'll say um you you really you you have a closeness when you prepare your own food you know there's a like an energy to it like a you know to take it and cut it up and to put it together and to put it in your body there's a whole thing of and so maybe that's what you're feeling i don't feel that <laughs> i would like to feel that but maybe maybe that's what it is man it's that you know taking pure ingredients and making nourishment for your body i had some leftover like wings from publix that i've been eating on for like three days because you get so many of them in a package i'm like mm -hmm. oh this is what i'm eating for three days now um so i didn't have that uh that feeling as i threw them on the plate and microwave them uh, but that might be what it is man and i think that's awesome to have yeah. that, uh, have that I experience. Think, I think the fact that we don't have a micro microwave leads me to do a lot more of that. Yep. I would absolutely say so. You've mentioned that before and it always blows my mind. Is that an intentional choice? There was a microwave in the last house we were in. I <laughs> just used didn't it make it. Just didn't move. <laughs> well, it wasn't it, like it, it came it with the, the apartment. Rental. You know? Oh, gotcha, uh, gotcha, gotcha. I just great. don't have need for a microwave i was gonna say i the the little like tabletop toaster oven was always my big like saving grace because i would rather like heat stuff up in that the full Same. oven was always a lot um but to your point mike with that like i love that kitchen energy whether i'm actually a part of the cooking or prep process like i love being prep chef like you want me to cut things you want me to prep things you want me to do the dishes later i am so fucking in i oh my god come over swan no I, I love the dishes up. part I am come so over good. now i am so good at cleanup like i i thrive you want that energy that you get from it that's where it you comes say from. that but <laughs> let me tell you i used to love i too used to love doing dishes when i lived alone honestly doubling the amount of dishes for every single meal I can't do it. Like it is so <laughs> overwhelming to me. I could also, keep up easy. I didn't even have a dishwasher in half the places I lived. Uh, Fine. I have a dishwasher now, which is a game changer. But also your husband yelled at me when I cleaned at your house when I was there. So Yeah, because you didn't live here. <laughs> if you lived here. If you're paying rent, you can right. clean. <laughs> okay. But no, like there. So even it, like I love. If you're paying rent, you better clean. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, at no, least for important. yourself. When we talked about the the what feels like home, like that busy kitchen energy feels like home. So I am so much more excited and happy, even if I'm just hanging out and <laughs> chatting away with the person who's doing all the cooking. Like, nope, I'm just the commentary for tonight. I could like that is so fun for me. And I think, again, it's a it's a mental stimulation thing. If I don't have that, like even listening to a podcast or listening to music, like it's not the same because it's just me in the kitchen. And like I said, the cat is a terrible conversationalist. So, you know, you miss out on that part of it. I love that. <laughs> uh, and I love when you become our roommate uh, and start doing the dishes after I've cooked, this is going to be the best setup. <laughs> uh, you know what else I love? 
I love that everyone here is going to help out uh, some friends of mine by filling out the Blood Feud 5 questionnaire, uh, which is available at tinyurl.com slash bloodfeud and the number five. If you're listening to this on the podcast, it's too late. But since you're here live on twitch.tv slash pod, you've got perfect timing. We're so happy to help out our friends by uh, asking you to fill out this questionnaire for them in the meantime before their show at DragonCon, which I'm sure will go super smoothly and won't be total chaos. Thank you all so much. Goodbye. Thanks so much for listening, Trash Pandas. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the show on your platform of choice. And join the conversation with us on twitch.tv slash inadd pod at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central, every Wednesday night.